Welcome to the Inclusive Storytelling Podcast. I am your host, Ashwini Prasad. Thanks so much for being here. Today, we're going to talk about women pirates. Now, I will say, who knows how these people would identify themselves today, but for now, they'll be women pirates, and they're definitely not what you traditionally see when we look at pirates in the media. So this should be a really interesting bio. And so we're gonna follow some pirates and supporters of pirates today. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for being here. And if you're liking these episodes, feel free to leave a review, download and share this podcast and the episodes. Lastly, I'm an anti-oppression and anti-racism educator and consultant, and if I can support you or your organization in your social justice work, let's connect to see if we can create safe spaces together. I'm at theinclusivescreenwriter.com, and you can find me on Instagram at theinclusivescreenwriter. Xi'an, also known as Xingxi, was a Chinese pirate leader who was active in the South China Sea from 1801 to 1810. At one point, Yang had an estimated 70 to 80,000 pirates under her command. In comparison, Blackbeard only commanded four ships and 300 pirates within the same century. Yang unified her enormous fleet of pirates using a code of laws. The code was incredibly strict and stated that any pirate giving their own orders or disobeying orders from a superior was to be beheaded on the spot. Yikes. The Red Flag Fleet under Yang's rule went undefeated despite attempts by the Xing Dynasty officials, the Portuguese Navy, and the East India Company to eliminate the fleet. After three years of notoriety on the high seas, Yang finally retired in 1810 by accepting an offer of amnesty from the Chinese government. Yang died in 1844 at 69. She inspired a character in the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, the powerful Mistress Xing, one of the nine pirate lords. There are many Chinese women pirates in the 20th century to explore. A quick Google search will give you their names, including Xing Shu Ping, who died in 2014. Queen Tayoti of Ularion was not a pirate herself, but was a staunch advocate for her nation's right to piracy. Ularion covered today's countries of Greece, Bulgaria, Romania, and Slovenia, among others. Her pirates had total freedom to raid nations and shores, and her pirates overran and went to war with the Roman Empire in the 200s BCE. Jacut de la Haye was a daughter of a French person and a Haitian woman in the 17th century. Jacut lost her mother to childbirth, and her brother had a disability. When Jacut's father was murdered, she was left alone to care for her brother. Legend has it that she turned to piracy to take care of herself and her brother. Her nickname comes from the most popular aspect of her story, which claims that this red-haired pirate faked her own death to escape the government forces that were closing in on her in the 1660s. She then took up a new identity, living for several years as a man, 
And finally, when the heat died down, she resurfaced with a catchy new moniker, Back from the Dead Red. Saida was a contemporary and ally of the Turkish pirate Barbarossa. She was a pirate queen and was the last woman awarded the title of Ahura, meaning queen, following the death of her husband, who ruled Tetuin, Morocco. In fact, her real name is unknown. Saida Ahura is a title that translates to noble lady who is free and independent. She ruled from 1515 to 1542, and she controlled the western Mediterranean Sea with her pirate fleet while Barbarossa roamed the eastern side. Now, her inspiration to take to piracy came from a wish for her revenge against the quote-unquote Christian enemy, because she had felt wronged that years before when the Catholic monarchs Ferdinand and Isabella ran her Muslim family out of Granada. She was a feared figure for the Portuguese and the Spanish, whose historical records are peppered with paperwork involving reports about her exploits and ransoms. At the height of her power, the queen remarried to the king of Morocco, yet refused to give her her seat of power in Tatooine. But in 1542, she was given no choice when her son-in-law overthrew her. She was stripped of her property and power, and her subsequent fate is unknown. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.